Look, anyone who listens to this program knows that Jack and I are big truck guys. Sure, neither of us drives a truck, but we wish we did. You could pull stuff, move stuff, and show everyone that you're an American. And that's really what we're all about. Most of you listening to this are just getting your licenses and probably want a truck too. Driving a truck is awesome, but buying a truck is usually not awesome. That's where our friends at Frontier Ford come in. I bought my car at Frontier Ford, and after being around the people there, the one thing they do is make it quick and easy. They support the show, so help them out and show them some love. You can get a delicious latte. Everyone knows we're big coffee guys, too. Well, you check out the F-150s. It's the best-selling car in America, and with its killer towing power, you'll see that that's for a reason. When it's time to buy your truck, head down to Frontier Ford on Stevens Creek Boulevard in San Jose, and remember to tell them that Nick sent you. Thanks. Now it's time for the show. Good morning. It is Tuesday, March the 4th, 8.13 a.m. I am Nick Coker, here with Jack Morris, and as always, you're listening to Mocha Radio. But, more notably, today is Fat Tuesday. Yes, it is. Which I guess, well, what does that mean? It means that Mardi Gras is, it's Mardi Gras. Yeah, very pagan. Very pagan in a way, even though it centers around... Obviously, a religious holiday. Um, I don't really know what that's about, but yeah, no, I know the idea is we fit it in before Lent. Yeah, you know, you got to stuff up before you give up food. And so you go to New Orleans with some interesting strippers and have some fun in the streets. Beads. Beads. A lot of beads. Trumpets. Yeah. Parade. Joyous celebration. The parade was interesting. On Saturday, they had um, a whole uh, dance in the streets of people wearing referee uniforms, kind of throwing yellow flags because they're still upset about the The lack of a flag call. Yeah. This music is great. Do you think they do something? the Saints can watch them in. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they do something at um, the French Quarter in Disneyland? Probably. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely they do. I'm sure the Mardi Gras New Orleans is a big bucket list type thing for people. Yeah. Um, seems cool. You know? The weather's great there right now, too. It's always great. Yeah. Louisiana. Well, uh, except when they have a hurricane. One every ten years. <laughs> Sorry. That That's too soon. Still might be too soon. Katrina, they're still <laughs> reveling from Katrina. <laughs> the effects of Katrina, I mean, it changed the city. Okay, um, that's enough of that. Um, moving on to Breakfast 
our week in review on a personal level. Um, okay. Busy week all around. Last week? Last week. This week is kind of mellowed out. Yeah. I had I'm, difficulty waking up this morning. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Um, a lot of tests last week. I had a test yesterday, but after that, uh, well, no, this week's kind of busy for me because I... I'm taking a standardized test on Saturday that I need to do practice for every day. So. Oh, okay. Um, admittedly, I was almost pulled the busy card type deal when I blew it with last week's episode of Mocha Radio. And then we didn't even have it in front of your back. So in terms of Mocha Media, last week, I frankly apologize, but... We had an episode of Mocha Radio, which was actually a pretty good one. And for some reason, the file had issues with the exporting and all that. And it was fully silent. It was like 50 minutes of silence. I don't, I still don't know why, but I was getting caught, you know, I was getting, I was hearing all about it and I just didn't deal with it. I just couldn't go through the the five minutes to deal with it. So I, I don't know how we're going to reconcile that in terms of this week's episode that you're hearing right now and last week's episode maybe we just sit on that one or i mean we could we could have this one we could put the other one out before this one and just say it's a double header but not edit them together i don't know okay it's also a campaign season boker 2020 is underway the trains are rolling it can't slow down uh, we're trying to win an election. We're not telling you to vote for us. This is not no, we're us just announcing to our never to do our that. Listeners. We're just telling you that we are running. If you want to vote for us, you can vote for us. And frankly, not most of you aren't even going to be in the vote where you can vote for us. So maybe you could tell the people in your life, oh, you, you know, you should check these guys out because we're not telling you to vote for us, but we're saying we're not we're not vote. we're not telling you to tell people. We're just proposing it to so the Bellman men in your life. Yeah, report to them. That there's these interesting candidates out there, but yeah, no, that's um, it's already kind of been a fun thing, already kind yeah. of living the ASP it's, uh, life. Everything's done. Um, we just need to wait until the twenty seventh, and then after that, hopefully, we'll be speech writing. Yeah, yeah, we had that's that's right. We'll be speech writing, baby. Yeah, we had um, that's gonna be big. Posters go up. They made a bit of a splash. We've got kind of more posters that will be cycling through as we fill in the Moker yeah. ad campaign. Two or three cycles of them. Two or three cycles. And by the end, we hope to have, you know, every poster maybe is different. Is unique. So, you know, you can look out for them on the campus. Make it a make it a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Find every Moker poster. I love poster. that. Find every Moker. <laughs> Take a picture next to, next to every Moker poster. <laughs> Hash, and post them with – I love when companies do that. Post them with your hashtag. But we made a splash, uh, a literal splash with the uh, urinal posters. Yeah. We kind of did some scouting, thought about the most crowded bathroom on campus in between periods, everyone filing through to, um, you know, urinate. And we put them directly at face level above the urinals, which that was what everyone talked to me about, right? Everyone, yeah, two of our opponents actually said that they liked our posters yesterday to me. Yeah, yeah. And, and I had heard from one of our opponents that after – they saw that they were considering doing that in a different bathroom, but then they realized that everyone would just say that they were ripping us. So, what are his initials? Um, BN. DBN. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, 
Maybe I'll bleep that. Uh, but um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought that that was kind of funny. So we're already kind of forging the way for our opponents to step it up. We kind of saw what they were up to, and now it's going to be like you either respond to us or you don't. But in that category, I think we're kind of killing it. We don't want to nicker a situation, though. No. No, we're not gloating. We're not gloating. It's just I'm proud of the work that that, okay. that we've done. How yeah. about that? And yeah. We've got a big poster coming up today. Oh, did you pick that up this morning? It. They, I told you they had a printer issue. I would have showed it to you. They had oh. a printer issue. It's going to be ready at like 1230, the guy reckons. So are you going to go? <laughs> <laughs> I could. Well, let's bleep that out, too. Well, we, could, we could just both go at lunch. Yeah, that's also true. Um, so we can review too much ish in general. Um, the remote podcast podcast rig does work, so that equipment I have will deliver you high quality podcasts on the road. We discovered this with this sort of test podcast, yes. the contents of which might be too sensitive to describe to you right now. Uh, but if we have a guest in the back of a moving car, it will sound excellent. Um, and we've got kind of fun Mocha Radio stuff coming, or Mocha Media stuff coming in general. It's just all about Mocha these yeah, days. Yeah, there's going to be a, a 2 a.m. Mocha DT collab soon, I, I think. Yeah. With you and one of their hosts. Yeah. Involving cars. Yeah, so yeah, 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 car show. Yeah. Um, I guess I could pitch that to you guys right now because I'm pretty excited about this. This is because if you're listening to this, you're a friend of Mocha Media. I'm not pitching this to, you know, your average Joe. I'm pitching this to someone who gets it. So it's going to be Pierce and me. I always loved shows centering around cars, motor vehicles. And so it's going to be us doing sort of every show-ish in, on YouTube and television that's done in a car. Um, but it's the two of us, and it's sort of a parody mocking. So, you know, you've got your carpool karaoke, you've got your... Uh, is there going to be film to go along with yes, it? Yes, this is going to be a video program. So you've got your carpool karaoke, you've got your Joey's World Tour eating stuff in the back. You've got uh, uh, Cash Cab, that was one of my favorites on the Discovery Channel, Cash Cab, um, where, you know, you have until your destination to get the trivia correct. That's going to translate to money we have to spend at McDonald's or wherever to eat. Um We've got... Uh, There's going to be guests. Yeah, and then you've got Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians of Cars Getting Coffee. We're going to get coffee with them, sit down. That's sort of the interview part. There's going to be a bunch of auto-tune here and there. Um, yeah, and the guests are all female. Because on this program, on IFOIB, on anything, it, it that's where we, we miss out, is we're not able to have a female guest because of where yeah, we're not a very we to go to, podcast. to school. Yeah, so... You're going to finally get a perspective of that, but more kind of comedic. It's not going to be, you know, this sort of thing, sit down, really get into it with you. It's going to be more, you know, we're having some fun. So I'm I'm excited about that. It's all about Moker Media these days. It's all yeah, about Moker. I mean, that umbrella has really erupted, frankly. What's your who's back of the week? Ooh, my who's back of the week is Elon Musk after the Jeff Bezos thing this week in What the Musk. Brilliant segue. Um, so last week we talked about it, but you probably didn't hear it, frankly, unless you <laughs> went back and listened to that episode because it was all silent. But after Bezos last week claimed that Musk did not have the clout to colonize Mars, um, this week uh, saw a excellent little Twitter interaction with Elon Musk and Donald Trump. 
I loved this. Donald Trump tweets, we've got NASA, quote, rocking again. Great activity and success. Congrats to SpaceX and all. Elon Musk just replied, totally going along with that. Even though it was a funny tweet. And even though people go, oh, Trump. Go on. Thank you on behalf of SpaceX. Also, thank you to NASA, without who, without whom this would not be possible. So we basically took that like an Oscars acceptance speech type thing. Yeah. You know, I'd like to thank, you know, the Academy type thing. I love that. And frankly, he's been popping off. You see, he allegedly cheated with Johnny Depp's wife. Amber Heard? Yeah. I didn't think that they cheated. I thought that she went to him right after they got a divorce. No, Johnny Depp is saying that, like, <laughs> while he was off filming, he was having late night meetings at his house oh with his God. wife. Oh, my God. Alon has been through his share of women. Yeah. That that might that might take also, him off the who's back. He's just a weird like tech celebrity type hybrid yeah. that I don't really understand. He's kind of a new he's a new type of leader. Yeah. So I was gonna get into that. He's he's he, he might be the cool throne of the week, but he's been kind of hitting a lot of things this this week. So for one, he went through that brief phase where I showed you he was going by Elon Tusk on Twitter. He was just posting memes, basically, for like a couple of days. Uh, There's hype for the Model Y. He's been hyping the Model Y on Twitter. Yesterday he tweeted, having toast and jam in kitchen while playing jamming by Bob Marley, which is hilarious. Where's their headquarters for Tesla? Here. Um, What am I? I think it's like Fremont. No, it's so he doesn't really go up there. No, he flies there every single day, spends a half day there, then flies to Reno and spends a half day at Sparks, at the Gigafactory. He works in he works like seventeen hour days. He's crazy. Well, that flight's only like what forty five, forty five, forty five, fifty. I mean, realistically, that's not horrible. But he also like works a crazy. That's three hours on a plane every day, but. You're in, you're in a private yeah, jet. Yeah, but if you're doing that every day, that also like is a toll. Yeah, that's true. Um, or taking a toll on you. Um, so that was awesome. But more importantly, I don't know if you heard about this or paid any attention to this, but SpaceX with the sent the first Dragon crew into space. America sent people to the ISS. Good. So this is a space update. We're finally not relying on the Russians, and it's because of Elon Musk. He's out of any of those guys done the most like legit space stuff now yeah he had a nasa contract took american space people to the iss and spent five days there and it was awesome if you look in the cabin of this dragon thing it is the coolest like most futuristic thing of a spaceship i've ever seen compared to nasa and stuff where it's like kind of like it's cool like you know like you think about gravity right it's cool but it's kind of stripped back this is like a sleek rocket inside wow which is kind of cool that like and the spacesuits were different so it's kind of cool that like they're even making like the rockets that everyone wants to see yeah they're marketing like it's like kind of like a cool experience for the astronauts to be in it beyond like it just being like exposed wiring and buttons that's a private contractor versus a government contractor so that that's my cool throne what about you my cool throne of the week is theater. Um, <laughs> newsies, I've heard. I've heard. Uh, ooh, 
Wow. I've heard glowing reviews, even though like half the cast was sick. I supposedly. heard they had a cancellation. They canceled the matinee. Well, J.P. McAuliffe, who's the star, former guest of the show, um, is out with pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And then another one of the, the, yeah, so the, the roles is out. Gabriel Young had to learn it the night of yep. and fill in. In five hours, they had to learn the Another lead role. Guy. This is actually, you're right, Cool Throne Theater. This is basically a theater program. In front of your back, in this, like, somehow we pulled that off. We ended up having the two leads of a play. We're a theater podcast. We're a space podcast. We're a water polo podcast. Um, yeah, for sure yeah. We're, we're a water polo podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that's a that's a fair Cool Throne. Um, oh, no, Momo. Uh, that weird Momo statue challenge thing. You heard about that? No. Okay. If if you have, well, I don't know if you should look it up. Everyone's freaking out about this thing. It's a sort of chicken legs going up to a, a pretty busty woman with a very odd, scary smile, okay. and yeah. <laughs> and I here's my hot take. I think it's low key kind of hot. No, I, I don't. But I think you could make a joke that it's low-key kind of hot. It's like a creepypasta. Yeah, but so they're saying that this was showing up in videos with children where they were... The statue has a you know little girl singing a song saying, you know, are you ready to do the Momo Challenge? Step one is to kill yourself, and people are worried that these children are going to kill themselves. It's that thing talking? No, it's just this statue with sort of like... It'll be a video, and then that will pop up, and then it will be like... Uh, um, Mama's gonna kill you type thing. And they're saying it's terrifying kids. It's this whole thing. Um, the artist who... Looks like Voldemort. Yeah. Um, very odd picture. But they're... they're um, the artist who made this, like, destroyed this. I saw a video in the Philippines of them, like, they made an effigy of it and burned it. Like, it's just became this weird urban are there, legend. Are there any confirmed deaths linked to it? I think it's, like, becoming a thing where it's sort of a lot of hoax and stuff, where yeah. um, it's getting sort of fanaticized. I was reading something saying that it might, you know, just be parents are worried about their kids on the YouTube. But I heard about this from Anthony, and he was, like, freaked out about it for a while. Um, yeah, but that's Ono Momo. Um, Anthony. Anthony. Anthony has a presence on YouTube. He's a big YouTube guy. Um, uh, reaching new heights, Kyler Murray is 5'10 and a quarter. So we've been big Kyler Murray height truthers on this program. Yep. And, um, I mean, we were saying that it, it would allegedly went down to 5'9 to 5'11. And frankly, this is really disappointing because 5'10 and a quarter, obviously, it's not the six foot NFL quarterback, but he's not going to be. What's a, the six foot NFL quarterback? Well, it used to be that you would never have an NFL quarterback who's under six feet. And that's obviously changed. But. Well, how many are there right now? Okay, let, let me go in my mind. Um, what? They said that Baker might have been too small. Uh oh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's like five eleven. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know why I'm not able to do this. Whatever, but he's also got pretty big hands. It's unfortunate because he won't be a champion for people like me who are sort. You know, if he was five nine, I would have won. Are you five nine? Eh, disputed. 
I'd like to say at the peak that I'm 5'9". Let's get the measuring tape out. I guess it would be hypocritical if I wouldn't get the measuring tape out taking what we have done to a guest of this program and forced him to measure himself with claims about his height. I mean, on my license, I think it says I'm like 5'5 five five or 5'6, five so that won't, like, prove anything. But I, I think I'm I'm probably 5'7 or 5'8, I think. You can say 5'9. Then I get a safe, right? I get a safe. Yeah, <laughs> all guys between between five six and five eight can say five nine. That's fine. And my dad, he's fi- he's basically five five and a half, but he gets away with being able to say five six. You know, mm. so half an inch. Yeah, uh, but that plays into the weekend watches. I was watching some of the NFL Combine. Um, there were some top performers and all that, but the most notable story is. How your team, the Seahawks, asked... They're uh, not my team. I'm just kind of kidding. Asked cornerback Chris Boyd from Texas. Yeah, do you have two balls? Does he have both testes? Dig that, right? That's a good question. It is a good you know, question. You know, like like Big Cat said, you got to be ready. You only have 10, 15 minutes with the guy. you got to ask him surprising, hard-hitting questions and to see how he responds. I haven't even listened to that yet. What was their take? That it's, it's really... It, that... When you only have a short <laughs> amount of time with the guy, you gotta ask him um, questions that get off, take him off their guard, you know, to see how they react under pressure. I think that's kind of true, right? If you get that short of a time frame, you're not gonna get that much. Like, you're not gonna have a deep interview with the guy. And in, in no. a job interview, some of them, the whole thing is like they're gonna try and stump you. Like even at like tech companies around here, that's kind of like the whole thing. So why not? Well, they gave you problems. Why not throw this? Yeah, they're trying. They to give stump you math you. problems. Yes, for some jobs. Some jobs. But for this, that's like the football player equivalent of a math problem. That <laughs> might break his brain, right? I mean, you go, oh, you know, all of a sudden you're questioning if you do have both testicles. You're in hot water real quick. Yeah, and if you don't have hot <laughs> – if you don't have two testicles, your career is good as done. You think? Yeah. They're not hiring a one testicle, man. I think that they would hire a uniball. I do. I do. He can't have kids. He's not going to be distracted. Kids, right? He's not going to be worried Why about... Why can't you have kids? Usually, I think they say you can't... Like, think about, like, a... Um, like a... Uh, a um, what's it called? I don't know. Well, they clip the tubes. The hooves? The tubes. Vasectomy. Vasectomy. We got that at the same time. I don't know why that escaped my brain. But, yeah, no, he's not going to be worried about getting someone pregnant. I think I think if he goes up and happens to have one testicle and they just randomly ask this dude, do you have one ball, and he happens to be the one dude who has one ball, what are the odds of that? How many one ball? How many uniballs do you think are in the NFL? You would think none? I'd say four. Four? That's probably a good take because playing football, you could at some point act like you could definitely. Yeah, I know a guy. I'm sure a testicle. I'm sure a testy falling onto a tree branch. There you go. You just rack your rack. Any time you rack your 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 balls is not pleasant. No. Like I recall being a kid slipping off my bike seat, racking my nuts. That's one of the most unfortunate things that could ever happen. Yeah, and if it's bad enough, you start throwing up. Never experienced that. Because I was not weak. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, we got Momo. Um, we got a loaded Russian Tales this week. 
I have to pull up one of these articles. Russia bans drinking beer at doping events. So, doping events? Yeah, so... So you're not allowed to get crossed? No. So he, <laughs> here's what they're saying. Well, actually, I'll read it to you. Citing aggressive athletes and interference with drug testing results, Russia has barred sports people from drinking alcohol when they're being tested for banned substances. A post-race beer might help a dehydrated athlete produce a urine sample, but now they'll have to stick to large quantities of water provided by the drug testers. This is from Russia's anti-doping agency's deputy CEO. Um, so basically what they're doing is they're putting the fact that they failed the drug test and got banned from the last uh, Winter Olympics on the fact that the Russian athletes were drinking beer before their drug tests and not, you know, doing steroids or anything because that could interfere with their drug tests, which I just think is hilarious. They're like, what are you guys talking about? They didn't do steroids. They didn't, you guys didn't actually think when they test, all tested positive for steroids that they were like doing steroids or something. You guys didn't think that, did you? Well, what were they doing? They were doing performance enhancing drugs. <clears throat> steroids. Steroids. And they had the guy who was leading the doping agency was basically just, like, openly fixing it. There was a documentary about it on Netflix where the, uh, this documentary filmmaker accidentally got in the middle of it. It was nuts. It's called Icarus. <laughs> it's an Icarus situation. I don't know. I just think that that's pretty funny because everything is just sus from Russia. I loved at the last Winter Olympics how they had to perform as the Olympic Federation – or no, is the, you know, whatever. They had to play under the Olympic flag, right? So whenever you saw that, you just knew it was Russia because they weren't allowed to play for Russia. Really? Yeah. Oh, because Team Russia was They were banned. fully banned. So, like, their hockey team had to play in, like, all white with, like, black, like, one black phrase <laughs> in the front, Olympic uniforms. It was a whole thing. Kind of, I loved it because it was, like, Russia was already losing for, like, you know, it was, like, already kind of an L for Russia. So I, I liked that. Are you a uh, winter, summer Olympics guy? Winter, I end up getting more of a kick out of, but end up being, like, less hyped for on the weed up. And then, like, when you watch it, that's some of the best programming. Nothing like the Summer Olympics. I'm a winter guy. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I've had an issue with all of the Olympics in the years past, other than the Rio one, because they've been in such different time zones that it fully, like, my I'm not... My brain doesn't work in a way where I could figure it out. I go, why is it dark here but light there and this is alive? Why is it light here but dark there? Everything should be somewhat within our time zone. That's my take on the matter. Where is it? Um, 2020? Uh, the summer. Isn't winter. it Tokyo? No, not Isn't Tokyo. Isn't it winter next year? Tw- no, 2016 Rio... 2020 is summer. 2020 is summer. Yeah. So what is what is that? Is it Tokyo? Uh, or I know that the next win- the next winter one is in South Korea. I thought they had one in South Korea. Not yet. Like Pyeongchang or something. It's 2020 is Tokyo. And what's, at- what's the winter? Oh, Beijing. Beijing Winter Olympics? Beijing 2022, that's right. Because it's cold enough there, too, that they could do a Winter Olympics, which is nuts. Because that was 2008 Summer Olympics. Big Olympics, guys. I love Olympics. They're okay. Really? They're they're never that exciting. Oh, I fully disagree. There's always, like, a couple of heart-wrenching moments. I still distinctly remember the whole Michael Phelps thing. I loved him. Except I like the ice skating 
That's uh, fun. And um, wait, the 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 figure skating. Oh, okay. And um, like, you like speed skating? No, the uh, the figure skating is very fun to watch. The snowboarding on the half the half pipe. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, big big figure skating guy too. Mm-hmm. I love that. I got name two fast food restaurants that start with S. Um, Sonic and really, you couldn't get one. What's the other I was going to go with Shake Shack, or no. I mean, I'm sure that there's a couple of options there. Quick with Sonic, that's kind of a hard one. I know Sonic. Yeah, I don't oh, know Shake Shack. We know Shake. I've never Sonic. been to Shake Shack. So. Yeah, but it's kind of famous. I mean, kind of has a reputation as the in and out of the Northeast. It can't be. <laughs> uh, Guy Fee Scary. This isn't a whole segment. I just was looking on Twitter last night, and Guy Fieri tweeted a photo just of a woman's feet, like up close to a woman's feet on the beach in San Diego, and she had like a knuckle-like tattoo, but on her toes that said Flavor Town. So he's just tweeting toe pics now. He's in San Diego. I don't know what he was doing there. You know he. You know where he lives full time is Santa Rosa. Really? Yeah, he lives like right here. Well, Santa Rosa is like an hour and a half up from here. Yeah, but I mean it's like close. It's past P Town, right? No, it's P Town is East Bay. This is like half an hour above San Francisco. Santa Rosa? Yeah. Mm, you're probably right. Um, okay, uh, I've got a little clip. Um, this is sort of our moral dilemma of the day. Um, it's this video I was watching from the Chinese state media. Um, and they got a Chicago bro to explain Chinese democracy from the American perspective. Hmm. Um, Chinese democracy from the American perspective, uh, funded in whole by the Chinese government. So this dude actually cut his teeth working for CBS Sports, was seemingly making a decent... You know this guy? I recognize this he guy. He works for the Chinese state media now, so obviously you can't see this. Colin Lynn Weber. He works for the Chinese state media. And I'm assuming he must have been paid for this. So why would they hire him? To do this. 50th anniversary of the People's Republic of China. Over the past decades, the country has risen from shambles into the world's second largest economy. It now has the world's biggest middle-income population. Because it's the and biggest it's country. the largest contributor to global economic growth. Because it's the biggest country. It is widely acknowledged that a key to China's success is its system of democracy, which results in political stability and vitality. You might Just need an encyclopedia to thoroughly understand the system. But you can see how the Chinese democracy works by following an annual event that takes place in Beijing, the two sessions. I love this, the song. The Super communist. The annual meetings of the country's top well, this is support. Okay, so this is supporting, supposed to paint them as democratic and socialist. Yeah, but really this just ends up looks really communist. In Chinese, democracy is called Minju. And it means that the people but this dude obviously has no skin in the game. Like, he doesn't care at all. So, 
I'm assuming then my point why this is a moral dilemma. I'm assuming he's paid a lot media, whatever. Yeah. Would we ever consider being puppets of Chinese state media? I would, but did, do you think they just got him to appeal to like Western white people? Just because he's a white guy or what? They must have. Obviously, that didn't take on. Um, no. Or, yeah. I, I but, yeah, I would be a mouthpiece for China. I think it'd be kind of funny on, like, one level. And then, like, you could be a sort of Donnie does it, but for the state media. For the state media. Like, there are just these videos of us coming out where, like, obviously we don't care, but it just, we're, like, explaining to you why China's doing it right. <laughs> People would love that. So, I, I would do, I would... I would do that in a second, too, which is, like, funny. I don't know if that is the wrong moral thing, but just on, like, a comedic level, which is what I'm interested in, I think that that's, like, next that's content. level. That's uh, high-level content. To be the face of uh, the West in China. The face of China in the West. Yeah, that'd be, I guess, what it is. <laughs> yeah. We'd be, like, the Steve, how Steven Seagal is to Russia, we would be to China. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't betray our country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we have two other Russian tales stories. I don't know why I got distracted by that um, because we kind of got into China, which is almost like Russia East. But <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Um, but there's two other great stories that came out. Allegedly drunk Russian sailor crashes cargo ship into a bridge in South Korea, ripping a five-meter hole into the span. So if you watch this video, <laughs> it makes literally zero sense other than, yeah, the, this dude was just wasted. Because there's very South Korean and kind of new where they just build these crazy bridges over water that seem to work r really well. Where, like, instead of, like, the Bay Bridge or something, it's just, like, a perfect freeway that goes over the, the water. What about waves? It's high up. Ish. So it's just a regular bridge. It's in like a bay. Yeah, but not like, it's not like a spectacle bridge. It just kind of keeps going. It just keeps going out into the water. Or, I, I don't okay, really understand. Okay, here, here. Or like the one, that, the one that connects like the Florida Keys that just goes out through the middle of the sea for a while. Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, kind of like that. But I think this one's stacked. So here's the photo. Oh, that looks like a roller coaster. Yeah, it kind of does a bridge. Crazy. Well, it's a bridge on the other side, but this section of it is kind of, I just thought was an impressive bridge. Well, well, but because yeah. if you look at it, there's no traffic or anything like that. They have it figured out correctly. But they also have more room to develop their cities in these countries, you know? Because the issues with countries being too crowded in, or cities and stuff is the growth happens way too quick and then it's compacted. They can build out. But, yeah, this dude just basically crashed in this bridge with a bunch of cars driving on it. Why would you ever, like, go right there? Wait, oh, this is the photo? This is the, what happened. Um, he hit, like, just the start of the bridge. Clearly not, like, he looks like he's, I don't know, probably 20 or 30 feet too high to clear that anyways. At it's, least. It's baffling. So that's what are you going to do, you know? If you're drunk, you can't blame them. So that was very visual. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll click the link in, in, in the description of this, and you can um, see that photo. And um, we also have Russian man with knife in his back leaves hospital for a quick smoke break. <laughs> if you pull up this video, it will blow your mind. 
very Russian hospital where you've got this man basically just in like underwear, just been stabbed in the back, knife still in back. He's being literally stabbed in the back. Literally stabbed in the back, or maybe it was in the sty. I think it was in the back. And the dude just got up, hobbles out of the hospital, goes and stands in the freezing cold to smoke a cigarette. He needed a <laughs> cigarette. Obviously, he wasn't going to get it inside the operating room or whatever, or inside the hospital. No. That makes sense, you know. If you're a smoker, especially in Russia, where smoking seems to have twice as much pull on you. Um, <laughs> it becomes your thing to an even further yeah. extent. Yeah, a smoker in Russia is twice as, you know, gone as a smoker in America. Interesting. Um, but yeah, smoke break. You think it makes complete sense? I'm not surprised by that at all. This The video is crazy, though. Like this What I am surprised by is that he didn't just pull the knife out himself. Yeah, I think that is how they typically do it in Russia, I would imagine. Yeah. Such a weird place. And that also, just sub-point, Kim Jong-un, uh, there was a great photo of him taking a smoke break at his summit with Trump. Um, just kind of a badass. That meeting didn't go anywhere. No. Kind of a weird political week. But obviously, we only make mincemeat out of ASP politics. We covered that already. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to cover legitimate politics at this point. I don't know. There's a weird thing going on right now where Steven Spielberg is leading a charge within the uh, Academy of Motion Pictures to try and prevent sort of Netflix movies basically pretty much – direct attack at Netflix from winning Academy Awards. Why wouldn't they be able to win Academy Awards? Uh, well, so right now the restriction is you have to spend one week in a cinema in Los Angeles or New York. So you have to have a cinematic release, and there's sort of a couple of restrictions required for a film to be eligible for an Academy Award, Right. Why doesn't Netflix just give its movies to cinemas? Well, they play them in one for one week in a cinema in Los Angeles or New York. Netflix does to become eligible okay. for it. Basically, they'll do like a premiere and then they put it on Netflix. I don't know. I I, I just think it's kind of lame. I guess maybe his point is the like they're killing cinema and people going to the movies and how these movies are making their money, but. Never been a big going to the movies guy. Really? No. I love going to the show. Welcome to the show. Yeah. No clowns. No carnivals. No games. It's just the show. <laughs> but it's most of the time a pretty crappy movie. Oh, well, you just got to go to good movies. Well, I know, but still, I don't really like the... It actually seems like when you go to movies, you go to a crappy movie. Me? Yes. Like, yeah. you, it seems like the only movies you see at the cinema are kids' movies and, like, subpar ones. That's kind of true. Because <laughs> I don't... I don't. <laughs> I think you're just doing the movies wrong. I don't go to the movies, really, with my family. I just kind of go if, like... I, like, I barely ever go. Maybe, like, once or twice a year with, like, my little cousins was the last time I went. Yeah. We had to watch The Grinch, which sucked. Yeah. Um, time before that, I think I maybe watched The Oriental... Murder on the Oriental Express. Which was not good. Not a good movie. It was fine. Um, 
Yeah, I don't really go to great movies. The experience of seeing, like, a good movie at the cinema is excellent. That the what? It's just a great experience. Seeing a good movie at the movie I mean, theater. I get it. It's because it's like we don't go to movies. So it makes sense that you're not, like, going to the movies. But, like, I don't know. It's always fun to do the dinner and a show thing with someone. And... It's also very expensive. Oh, my God. That's, like, actually one of probably, like, the cheapest routes you could go in terms of paying for an activity. Because you're going to buy a dinner anyway. It doesn't necessarily need to be an expensive one. And a movie, you can get it pretty cheap. Especially if I'm you kidding. casually buy a child ticket. You can buy a child ticket? Sometimes, yeah. Man, tickets at Oak Ridge are, like, 10 11 bucks. Yeah, but there's there's other... You go to the Almaden Cinema... Um, I don't know how much the Pruneyard one costs. That used to be the cheapest route. I, I, I used to kidding. love that. If I really cared about someone, yeah, I would, I would fork over the money. But Well, you're a feminist and you, you, you pay half? If she wants to pay half, she can pay half. But <laughs> I'm not going to expect her to do that. Okay. Um, yeah, no, that's always just a great time. But you got to see good movies with it. I mean, I think the last, like, good movie I saw, jeez, oh, that was a while ago, it was maybe Ready Player One. I went and saw that with Steve. There weren't that great movies this summer. I don't know. Hmm. But Steven Sp- Spielberg is coming off like an old fogey right now. Yeah. He probably only has one testicle. He probably only has two more movies left in him. <laughs> That's what Tarantino says. He said he's two more. Tarantino says that? I had no idea. I think he's saying he's only going to make ten movies or something like that. Ten more? Ten total. Spielberg? Tarantino. Oh, okay. He's working right now on that Manson biopic type thing, but like drama really, about yeah, the Manson murders and the Manson family. Phil Spector. Phil Spector is a crazy story. I used to always love pulling up the picture of Phil Spector in court. If, for those who don't know, Phil Spector basically produced a lot of the later Beatles, like some of their like real good stuff, um, and like pretty revolutionary producer. He made up this thing called the Wall of Sound, where he added depth with without like crazy multi-track recording. I don't know if that means anything, uh, but. He also just, like, after all that, years later, just shot and killed his girlfriend. Kind of weird and cold blood type thing. And in court, testifying that he was innocent, he wore these wigs for some reason. One of which was, like, sort of like Jack's hair, maybe a bit blonder, in a afro type thing, ridiculously big. And it makes him look... Like a crazy person. Like, if there's any doubt in your mind that he um, <laughs> didn't kill the girlfriend, the, if you look at this photo, it will prove that he 100% did. I mean, it's 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 crazy. This is from is the file. Phil now? Spector's wigs confiscated in prison. So he doesn't get wigs anymore. He's still in prison. You know what's nuts to think about is how OJ is just out. Yeah, you could just see OJ. I don't know if we've <laughs> talked about that before. I don't like that. Maybe if you were in Vegas or something. I mean, like he that. didn't do it, but I, but I, I don't. He like didn't that. do it. No. If he did it, if yeah, if he did it, <laughs> I mean, 
that's like a weird like debate. It, it seems like it's like not even a debate. It's just a matter of if you were think if you think that they were just right. If it was like a weird makeup call and he had the right, you know, he should he for some reason to get one back for the kind of Rodney King stuff deserved to get off. But I, I don't even think anyone will argue that because he really wanted to be. He always said, "I'm not black. I'm OJ." Like he really wanted to be a white guy. He wanted to transcend race, and then they sort of made him uh, African American hero. Hero, which is interesting. Brilliant trial on part of the defense. Mess of a trial. I mean, trial of the century. Maybe. It is weird to think about like everyone watching a live stream from a court for a third of a year. Yeah. Who would have to get tried today? Ooh. Um interesting. Who what would be the weirdest one that we could name? The weirdest person to get convicted of murder? Yeah. Um, or get off. Or get off with murder. What about like Jonah Hill? I would, I would, I would watch. I would watch every single day of the Jonah Hill double <laughs> yeah. murder trial. Michael Sarah. <laughs> That'd um, be like even more baffling. Jonah Hill is like kind of tries to seem street now, but yeah. Michael Sarah is like got not a bone of that in his body. He's like still like. <laughs> it's kind of a crazy guy, though. He is. No, but you he think just kind of looks crazy. <laughs> you think he has it in him, though? Like, if I saw him in the court just kind of looking around, I would believe that he did it. If you removed him from your memory of a person, yeah, <laughs> as a, of a person, and just, like, saw a picture from court, you know, like... A mugshot, he would look being like... Being tried for double murder. Yeah, he would look like, a, like an insane murderer if yeah. I had no memory of him. Frankly, I think that's fair enough. Yeah, we're not saying that he is. We're also not telling you to vote for us for student council, but we're or for ASB. We're Alon ordered hits. Alon Musk ordered hits. He might have. Wow. Oh, that would kind of make sense. Eh, no, I wouldn't understand that. Bezos ordered um, hits. Bezos ordered. That would hits. make sense. Uh, but we're not telling you to vote for us. We're not telling you Michael Sarah killed anyone. We're not telling you that any tech billionaire. Ordered hits on people, but we are telling you that this is Mocha Radio. Obviously, I'm Nicholas Coker. Obviously, we're with Jack Morris. Obviously, we're out of time because it's 9.05. Um, but thank you for listening. Sorry for the rub-up last week. We'll see you on Thursday for Mocha Radio. We'll see you when we take office and do great things. Comment, Jack? Still thinking of a tagline. I think, frankly, eight episodes or seven episodes <laughs> of doing that in, of you saying that, because the first one was just, I'm thinking of one, still thinking of a tagline, unfortunately has become your tagline. Yeah. It's very much filled in the role of a tagline. It's just a matter of if that is considered creative or not. Debate and discuss next week. Debate and discuss amongst yourselves. Thank you for listening. This has been 
a presentation of Moker Media or Moker Radio by Moker Media at the forefront of media and FFRAC frac. We got that gas, the natural gas. Goodbye. Got Chuck's on with Saint Laurent. Gotta kiss myself, I'm so pretty. I'm too.